This podcast contains adult language. What's up, y'all? It's Darren, and we are doing another outtakes and bloopers. I'm going to be honest with you guys. This first outtake and blooper, I don't remember what episode it's from, but we had the record button on after I edited the podcast, and I had this fo- this video, audio, excuse me, and it was funny to me, so I just want to include it. Again, I normally know the podcast that this is outtake and blooper from. I don't remember the podcast. I don't even know if it was related to the podcast we were talking about, but it's just some funny outtakes and bloopers. So I hope you guys enjoy. Go back, chat. Let me tell you something. We rolled that shit up. <laughs> that booty tape. We got so goddamn high. We were goddamn geeking in that because both of us started laughing. We high to Okay, we're going to change clothes. And then come back out. When we went back to the room. We got something to eat. We went back to the room and both of us fell asleep. <laughs> we were going to the next morning. Jordan was playing somebody. They lost. We were watching the game. Well, we went to the next morning, boy. We were about 8 o'clock and went to sleep. But that week was on our ass, boy. We got heist. We didn't even know you know that. You know how that real weed. That shit sneaks up. That shit don't even sneak up, boy. That shit hit you like a freight train. <laughs> But every time they went live, boy, them niggas would find it up. Boy, yeah, we went to the mountains. He was fussing that deep. Deep, roll up the black, nigga. Then we was on the mountain. Why would I roll this shit? Then wait a minute. Went to the mountain. I told deep, bro. We had, we got to get high. The mountains in the world. But they right outside. They right outside. All that shit was cool. Them niggas get high here, boy. We got high in the mountains. I want to go downtown with a rocket. I'm a truck driver, but they take me some time like that. I'm going to get high. I'm smoking the weed. Go down, <laughs> my back category, I'm fucking high. I ain't gonna lie, though. It I ain't gonna lie. Little night light, I already don't follow no niggas in my job anyway. Night 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 old niggas and shit. I know I done been to strip club in probably 20 states. The only one like Atlanta is Florida. Cause we went up, me and Spider, me and Fred were trying to get with you. I went that motherfucker. When I went to my, my, I ain't go no goddamn. There ain't no regular black hole. Yeah, I got Russian. I remember I went first. Remember we were talking thirty dollars that far. Goddamn, damn, bro. Oh yeah, bro. They ain't show you. They ain't show you nothing. Well, 
Oh, word was true. Oh, no, you got to go to secrets. When you in the world, you got to go a little far. Go around, go around and go into around to push that bitch off of, off a of, of reflex. Like, man, man. Yeah, so <laughs> we went to, um, <laughs> me and my homeboy, we went to secrets. We went to secrets in the world. That shit was, I remember we first went there. We went up for um, Essence. We like, let's go to a strip club. They were like, they do what we know from the world. I'm like, man, y'all don't go to this shit. Like, he was saying, Burby gonna hit your neck. He was like, man, go to secret. Man, that shit was like an old school. Like a real school. <laughs> and they closed the bottom level, and the top level became a strip club at night. Man, that shit was going down. Yeah, that like, imagine elementary school that go like three levels up. They closed like two levels. And the third level, they turned into a strip club. It was, man, it was a school. I like, hell, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> it wasn't nothing but like one way in because they literally like it was, was five club. On. it was a hood club it was straight but that's why I told you about office but they had yo. but the building had on the fresh accents and all that shit though yo yeah but like I told you about office office went in Miami wow. it was a shootout it was a shootout enough that was the best time I had. They had a shootout. <laughs> Send everybody out. Let everybody come back. Yeah, after, after, that after that shit. Yeah, after, after that shit. That shit was going. Why does shit remind you of Blade, boy? Well, they play all that music. It was a fine ass. I'm like, God damn, what is shit going on? You know, in Miami don't close till like 6, 7 in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. the old yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, we pulled up that shit. Yeah, it ain't worse than the old Atlanta. I like my nigga. We ain't been getting here. It was so packed. That way you live my day. That way you want to go. Like it ain't better in Atlanta, but that way you get close to five. You feel like you're at home. Yeah, you feel like you're at home. I ain't never go to the strip club. But I went down. I ain't go to the strip club. I went King of Diamonds. That shit was. I know, but I ain't gonna lie. The whole fire hell of King of Diamonds. King of Diamonds. That was bad. That's how I ain't gonna talk to. Yeah, I had to go to King of Diamonds. They all right by each other. Yeah, they. Hey, that shit high hell. This is straight. What? King of Diamonds. King of Tennessee the high, Tennessee really is high end. Yeah, like so, like what you call what I had gold club. Yeah, like gold club, but like gold club a little more black vibe. Like, but like Tennessee, you can get your Russian bra, you get whatever, you get whatever. They gonna have, they gonna cost you. You gonna cost, but they gonna have it. They gonna have everything you want. You be like, hey, I want an Egyptian. They don't have in the back. Then I like how they bring the holes in, like one by one on the stage. Yo, so you get to see them all. Yo, they pray. Yo, they pray to me in one yeah. by one. Oh, they do it like all hair or night. Y'all don't know nothing about that. She get a little song, then the next one come on. Oh, y'all don't know nothing about that. Got that hair or night. That's a real trick. That's a freak. That's an old school Atlanta trick. I'm trying to do trick off club. Damn, we were 25 when we was 20. It was either 20 or 30. Cause the girls told me we were just tipping them hoes. To be honest, we had one black hole over there. We just started tipping. Me and Spive, because we met a bra from Atlanta. She was putting us on game in there. She was a dancer. She was like, man, I just come down here to Tootsie because the money good on the weekend. She like the money was better in Tootsie than it was in Atlanta. I had a problem, though. She hoes got too many outlets to be a hoe. Too many outlets. That's why, that's why, going back, what we talking about, that's why I got down. T.I. getting the the next outtake and bloopers from podcast number 276 is from NFL Week 12 Picks and Kicks um, 2019. And in that podcast, we talked a lot about Lamar Jackson and how it's his word. But we also, um, we because the Falcons were so sorry that tw- in 2019, we folded in the Falcons podcast, rapid reaction into Picks and Kicks. And so in this particular Picks and Kicks, after the podcast, we get back on the Falcons and we have Calhoun and myself all doing the podcast and we have a lot of fun about the Falcons and just how they're going to break your heart again, how they're going to find a new way to break your heart. So again, hope you guys enjoy it. Go ahead. See, this shit bigger than Nino Brown. 
It's just all that other shit. You got to think about it. Now he come to town. Now you got True Fun getting the motherfucking pit. You got that bomb-ass Ricardo Allen getting another pit. Now we have these kind of discussions. Do we extend Ricardo Allen? No. What about True Fun? We didn't have no takeaway until True Fun came. I mean, all that type of shit. This is how you fuck yourself. Not just with the fucking coach, but with some bomb-ass players who should have been gone. We were talking about getting rid of True Fun, too, weren't we? <laughs> but not no more. See this type of shit, man. They wild, man. Fuck them, man. James is just what the doctors order for the Falcons. But and you know, slanging James coming in, <laughs> giving, giving it up, giving it up. Boy, what you better believe that sleep. She's about to be a fucking. I <laughs> know <laughs> you think Kyle Anna got four interception. Oh wait, did James come a call? Why they haven't been sitting yet is beyond me anyway. Another one, huh? Uh, boy, get them out of here, man. But this is going to... So they doing it the right way. They just going to let them fuck yourself so they can come back in PR and be like, we gave the black quarterback all the chances we could. We don't even have to do that no more with him. But this, this more than anything, this is how you fuck Falcon fans. This is how we get fucked as fans. Because everybody come back. And at least eight of them bitches should be gone. This is how everybody get fucked in the end. That's what I'm talking Penny about. Penny smart, pound foolish. Jesus Christ. Can't they know despite their face. <laughs> Can't see the far for the trees. How many more, how, how many more you want? <laughs> sick of it, man. I'm sick of it, y'all. I'm sick of these motherfuckers. It's like, you know, okay, this can happen. But nowhere in hell this happened. Put an Atlanta team in the mix. You put an Atlanta team in the mix, you'll get 10 runs in the first inning. At home. Put an Atlanta team in the mix, you'll get a 1-7 with Ryan for the first pick. Oh, my God. Complete turnaround. Now the Falcons looking like a playoff caliber team. Super Bowl leader. Come on, man. Nobody in the, If you give a fuck and you, and you familiar with the Falcons, you're an idiot. If you're out here going, and there's a lot of them, so like we turn it around, guess what? For next season? Is that what, is that what we're doing? We're turning it around for next season? With the same shit? Oh, okay, well, you know. Count me out, dude. Count me out. Count me out of this shit. I don't want no part of this bullshit. Period. I don't want it. You can count me out, sir. Appreciate it. Now, please, go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend. So... They can't count you out. You were born and raised in Atlanta. Grady baby. They just do what they do to you. She gonna come back. She gonna come back with your favorite cooked meal and your favorite lingerie and a bottle of good liquor and some golden monkey beers for you. Nah. And, a, and your favorite cologne. She gonna bring that for you. I can't do it. My heart, I've gotten older. I've gotten wiser. I'm not, I'm not. Everything in you want to do it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not involved myself in the I'm looking at the schedule. It's like only one game that you motherfuckers going to lose. It's like San Francisco. Everybody, everything goes like they can win. They go 8-8. Eight and eight. <laughs> They go 8-8. Eight and 1-7 eight. before the bye, 7-1 after the bye. Dan Quinn got it fixed. He said he would. Tell a friend to tell a friend, man. <laughs> What's wrong? I'm not even engaging in that nonsense. He, he said he would get it fixed, and he did. Arthur Blaine said, I expect improvement, and I've seen improvement. Hey, 
Please tell a friend of Tom Frank. What you mean? We we made some changes to the organization. We got it corrected. That's what a good coach does. They see yeah. opportunity and make a change. And you and you make the change as a fan. Don't even don't even. I, I, man, I wouldn't even entertain that fool. Good leaders, good leaders change with the times. All that kind of stuff. Keep trolling. You know who ain't getting trolled? Me. You know who don't give a fuck about the Falcons? Me. You care about the Falcons? Nah. They don't care about me. (laughs) (laughs) You you gotta love who loves you back. Here's something for the young listeners and those who may not have found their way. Quit going after the person. That is not interested in you. Quit going out there. Damn, you may have some experience in that. All of us have at some point in time. No. Not that you're married. You found a person who loved you back. Falcons don't love you back. It don't matter how many trips you do. It don't matter if you stand up and fight for their honor. It don't matter if they got to blow in that time you come fix the time. Or they need some money to go get the money. Or they need you to watch the It don't matter. You got to love who love you. And I can tell you right now. The Falcons don't love you. I'll take it a step further. And tell you, like, the Mr. MOB said, God rest his soul. They don't deserve your fanhood. Mm. Let me quote the great Mr. MOB again. They don't deserve your fanhood, and that's what they don't deserve. And that's what they ain't going to get from me. They don't deserve my fanhood. The most I do for the Falcons is watch them on TV. And I don't even know Falcon parties. You, you see, nobody's talking about no tailgate. I think somebody might say something. Y'all want to tell? I think maybe RTR. Y'all want to tell you the same game? Hell no. No. Fuck them. Fuck them. Won't get me a ticket now. I heard a ticket with Lou. I won't go. I don't want in on none of that shit. <laughs> that being said, let them have it. If I can be, ain't got nothing to do with me. You know, how, you know how hot Dan Quincy was? It went all the way to the owner. Arthur Blake, when have you seen Arthur Blake having to answer questions about the team? Last time we seen him answer questions after the Mike Vick shit. I ain't seen him that. What about Quinn? Is he fired? Why y'all keep asking me the same question? Because he should have been going, you fucking moron. <laughs> That's enough of it. We ain't about to bore the listeners with this anti-Falcons. And this is why we know that you're still all in for the Falcons. Because side note, the Falcons are just like the girl who you're not even having sex. You're not even fucking her. But you getting in the fight protecting her honor because she's a friend of yours. And you don't even get to thank you the next day. <laughs> she ride a car. She get home. You going to jail with a busted up hand. And she ride home telling her guy. You know what's crazy is she snuggled up with her boo. He ain't gonna believe what happened to me last night. Meanwhile, they booking you at Rice Street for assault. You gotta tell them fucking classes pay for that lawyer, all that shit. You gotta do all that. And you got beef in them streets. Cause Buddy ain't forgot. <laughs> Meanwhile, you ain't even get a thank you. Hey, did you 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 got a call? Did she she ain't even called in the next day and say, hey, the K account, did he get out? <laughs> Hey, is it still like, can I help with the bun? None of that. <laughs> That's the power. Nope. Y'all can have him there. <laughs> tell a friend to tell a friend. I'll do it. Hey, this has been a Digital Dad Podcast. Remember, <laughs> tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> 
this last outtake blooper is from an unreleased podcast where we basically started a uh, I wouldn't even call it a podcast. We basically started a podcast and got kind of a quarter way through it and other people joined and we just said, hey, we're going to scrap it. Decide to switch the directions of the podcast. It's from um, Rapid Reaction um, in 2018. I want to say the Falcons played the books or whatever. I forget exact. I'm pretty sure they played the books. I forget what week it is. But we started out, it was just me and Calhoun. And that's who's on this snippet. But I think we pulled in Piehead and some more people um, for the real podcast. But this was the beginning when nobody, it was just me and Calhoun. And we won't do it ourselves. So, hope you guys enjoy. It's more structured than others, but it was some fun points in there, and hope you enjoy. DigitalDaring.com. Today is October 14th, 2018. And after every Falcons game, win, lose, or draw, we're gonna, for this season, we're going to do a rapid reaction. And normally it's been Calhoun and Pie here with me most of this season, but right now it's just me and Calhoun. What's up, homie? Man, same old, same old, a little bit better after a win. Y'all gonna say I don't know how much is it to talk about in after this game the Falcons won. They're still kinda in this weird place, but you know, we're gonna talk about it and we'll see where it goes from there. Okay? Okay, let's do it. Yeah, so what were your thoughts on the game? Good and misleading. Uh it's good because it was a win. Misleading because they still had the same problems. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's good. Like you said, I think misleading is the right terms. Nothing has been fixed. It's just that we're better than Tampa. And in a league where you can't, where people should throw the ball almost every play now, and I'm going to talk more about that a little later, you can't have interceptions. And even though Jameis Winston's stats were good, he had some critical interceptions. He did. That was the reason why they lost. He had two interceptions. Exactly. That's the difference in the game. So it's almost like arena lead. Now, whichever quarterback throws the most interceptions is probably going to lose that game or whatever. So it's, it's just interesting. Like, in a league where we're passing more, I know they got to give him a shot this year, but, it, you know, not to make this a, a bashing Jameis campaign, but he does not seem like he got the juice. I mean, he still had almost 400 yards and four touchdowns on yeah, but that's today's NFL. Like, the oddities are the ones who aren't throwing for crazy numbers. Remember, Mitch Trubisky threw for six touchdowns two weeks ago. Like, the rules favor that type of stuff. Yeah, the rules, you, that's, it's made for the quarterback to just go, go crazy. Yeah, so, like, it, are you going crazy when you're throwing? Like, they were talking about, I was reading an article on the sports site, and they were saying how, like, I think 14 teams' quarterbacks are poised to break single-season records. After like the first five weeks or whatever, and they were saying like the rules are clearly having the desired effect. They're giving more offense, but at the cost of defense. So think about that. It's thirty-two teams in the league. Almost half of them quarterbacks are about to break their whatever their single season records are for every passing stat. That's crazy, but yeah, you can see it because you can't even touch them. So yeah, you can see it. Yeah, so we do a podcast on that as well. Yeah, but that, I mean, that don't tie to the point. How effective was James really? I think the I think nowadays interceptions matter more than yards, completions, and touchdowns because you're going to get yards, you're going to get completions, and I think now the number you need to probably look at more is like touchdowns versus interceptions and how many yards you gain per pass or something like that. I think we're moving away from traditional numbers mattering as much, just because. Yeah, it used to be a time when quarterbacks was all throwing for like a hundred, two hundred yards. And like one or two would throw for three hundred in the in the in the week. 
And but now everybody's throwing for three, and a few of them throw for four. If you see someone throwing for two hundred yards, you're like, "What the fuck was going on there?" Yeah, they're the oddity in today's world. Right. Yeah. So that leads me to a bigger point I want to talk about real quickly. I think the Falcons should abandon the run. I don't think we should run no more than ten times in the game. I don't. I never agree with that. You have to have balance because you you, you just can't do that. I'm gonna tell you why. In the Falcons game today, it was a third and fifteen, I think, and Tampa Bay stopped them. But the Falcons got a first down because Jerry McCoy got called with him. Um, was it hands to face. hands to the face? When you got rules like that, that even your lineman can get first downs for you, there's no reason to run the ball. There's literally no reason to run the ball. That was a play that Tampa Bay did everything they supposed to do except for a D lineman. Uh, interior D lineman hit an interior lineman in the face with their hands. Like with all the rules stacked against you like that, you should throw the ball every play. And if you're running, you're being, you're not taking advantage of the new rules. Like you're making the game harder if you run the ball. You have, but see, I disagree with that. And we'll have to, this will be a separate podcast about the new NFL and the rules and the way it's changing the game. You have to always have a, a change of pace and a switch up. You can't just have just throwing the ball. 50, 60 times a game. That's when you get your interception. Teams will just play you for for passing. I think it'll balance itself out. I think so. I think ultimately the league is changing, and we're in the middle of this change. And like I think balance is much overrated now. The rules are so much in favor of throwing the ball every play. I, now hold on, I didn't say balance. So I'm not saying the traditional. You throw thirty times a game and you run twenty five times a game. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. That's not. I'm not saying balance. What I'm saying is you have to have a change of pace because you can't just get one-dimensional. It's easy to scheme if you're just one-dimensional. I don't think it is. You can't scheme against hands to the face. You can't scheme against hitting the quarterback low. What was that last week where the dude didn't even set the quarterback because he was afraid he was going to get a penalty? There's been a lot of that going on. So, like, you can't scheme for that type of stuff. So, no matter how good a scheme offensively or defensively you have, those are places that's going to happen to them and that are going to extend drives. We're all in this gray space right now. We don't know. The officials don't know how to call this. Players don't know how to play that. Coordinators aren't taking advantage of that. And I think that a smart team, a smart coordinator will take advantage of that. And they'll throw the ball more. Now, all I'm saying is, huh? Uh, no, go ahead. All I'm saying is, man, you may run the ball every once in a while, but running just to offset the defense, I don't think you need to do that anymore. I think this has really become a ring of football. I think whatever team figures out this is a ring of football, the fastest. If they have halfway decent talent, they'll be the most successful team. I, I disagree and agree at the same time. Let's get back to the Falcons because this is actually another podcast that I think we should be doing. Well, I was saying all that to say that the Falcons should throw the ball more. Like, I think they ran the ball what fifteen times today, eighteen times. I forget the number, but it wasn't that many. I think however many it was, I think it should be fewer than that. And they were getting good yards on the run, so that's how I was trying to tie it into the Falcons. They were actually getting decent yards on running plays, but I think they should run. I think they shouldn't run as much, and they have. Speaking of running backs, I think we can get rid of Devontae Freeman. Ito Smith gave even more reason for that. But I think you just – I don't know how much of it is Tampa Bay is a bad defense or that we're talented, that much talented in our offense. But I think you say, hey, you don't kick you don't kick, you don't don't kick, kick the running back out. Uh, you don't kick running plays out your playbook, but you put them in the back and maybe highlight a couple. 
I'm going to do it differently. I disagree, and I'm going to tell you why. I feel like the Falcons need to run the ball more. Because your defense, so... <coughs> they were the worst defense that played today, right? Two of the worst, yeah. Two worst defenses. Right now, the Falcons' defense is all nicked up at this point. I think you need to run the ball more to keep the uh, the, the defense off of the field. Going forward, they need to run the ball more to keep high time of possession, to keep other offenses off the field. Otherwise, you get into these insane shootouts, i.e. Matt Ryan, the last three weeks, was it nine touchdowns, ten touchdowns? Almost a th- over a th- almost a thousand yards? And they still lost all three of those games. Yeah. You you going you score over thirty points and you're still losing games. You have you have to. The last outtaking bloop is real quick is from um one of Calhoun Love series podcasts. And it's just a real quick thought on that. Uh, on something love related messing with younger chicks versus older chicks. So Calhoun gives a quick thought on that. This is our last outtaking blooper. So I hope you enjoy it. And now you be fucking woman that's older. And you know, it just ain't the same. So what I mean by that, you remember you were young and the girl seen your picture or something like her, you like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Damn that fine. Why? She like to got my dick hard. How old had to be sitting in your picture? Be like, oh, well, that's nice, auntie. You know what I mean? It's okay. So you're like a sexy picture or whatever. Like, they deem it sexy, but you ain't sexy no more. Like, after 35, like, it's a different kind of woman that's just all the way sexy. It's like me sending a young bitch. A picture of my dick, like, she'll be like, okay, goddamn young Daquan. Nah, well, your dick look the same throughout life for the most part, right? So I think it's like you sending a pic of your body. Right, it's like an old nigga sending a full body pic of a girl. Here you will with gray hair, a bald head, a bit of a good and all that shit. But it's a young nigga right here with a six pack that a bitch can shred cheese off of. Young bitch is gonna be like, okay, yeah, the same sending those kind of pictures to each other. Know what I'm saying? Cause someone sent me a picture today. And all the pictures be like, you know, I just go ahead and get it like, oh, that's that's nice. But my head be like, man, that shit ain't gonna make nobody. That don't that don't make my dick jump. What she find back in the day? Oh, you can tell she did. She was cuter than that back in the day. You can you can really tell. It's a lot of them be like that. You can tell, but back in the day, you know how you can tell. Just look at their daughters. Like if her daughter like twenty twenty two, night, you can tell. Oh, that's what your mom used to look like. Oh, okay. Now that ain't what you look like no more. Well, look at this shit here. I'm getting a full blown discussion about bullying. Go, go ahead, though, D. Let's get this going. <laughs> As always, thank you guys for listening. Remember to check out our Patreon at patreon.com. Search, search for Digital Darren, Digital D A R O N. Hope you guys enjoyed these outtakes and bloopers. I think this is volume five. Got more good content coming for for 2020. I hope you enjoyed the content you got already for 2020, but we got a lot more good stuff coming. Check out the Patreon again. We have giveaways. We have exclusive podcasts. We have early access podcasts. We try to make it a real community. And everybody who is a Patreon, most of them send me emails or texts. So get in contact with me and say how much they love being the Patreon because it, it is like a little family. So we would love for you to join the Patreon, join the our extended family. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend.